welcome to a solid seven podcast welcome welcome Why, hello there i am your not so humble host kale that is sort of the most truest thing you've ever said sort of uh, across from me my uh, similarly humble ish co-host josh how's it going buddy also factual hello 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 so we uh we're a better than average podcast definitely uh i w- almost average today because it's it's not our proudest podcasting moment no and but it's fine and we've been at this for a moment so but uh we're we're better than average podcast but just just squeaking in over the bar we're not a show about nothing but we also are not a show about any one thing each week we get together and we talk about the things that are going on in the world that interest us and we invite you to join us and here we are and here you are what would here have we been are what's that here we are we are. we yep let's move on just just us so well l- listen we've we've got some apologies to uh we got some apologies to offer just but, to 11 uh, people but uh, but i'm not apologizing uncaffeinated so Jacko go. I already, I already opened mine again. Yet again. Yet again. I, ju- I sipped it Yet as again. you were um, it, man, talking about it. I have been about that mango life. so I only get mango. It's the best one. Yeah. Jacko go, not an official supporter of the Solid 7 podcast, but they absolutely should be. They don't support us, but we support them. And we're going to keep touting their product until they say, hey, we should sponsor those guys. So snag yourself a delicious, healthy Jacko go. Cheers. At Wawa. Yeah, Wawa's probably the easiest. But uh And there's one on my commute to and from work, so it's gravy. So this was gonna be a big special episode. Yeah. Just a just a big just a big deal. We've been if you're a regular listener and you're in your current, you've been listening to the last few weeks, or you're one of our beloved Patreon supporters, you know that we've been promoting uh, doing a live recording, which kind of sounds like a like a like a misnomer. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know. That I'd say big whoop, but <laughs> no, because uh, some people they'd be like, "What's the difference? You guys sound the same." Yeah, well, I'm just saying li- live recording, like. Like no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like you're either live or you're recorded. But no, the the plan this week, um, you know, because our supporters are so awesome and we love them, and we thought it'd be a good good time, was going to be to invite uh, the supporters, our Patreon supporters, to join us for. Uh, basically, we we're going to live stream the recording, so they're going to be able to listen in live and uh, join us via chat. And we had a guest all lined up, and it was going to be awesome. It really was going to be awesome, but. Uh, as with most of life these days, COVID. Why'd you have to go off and die? <laughs> COVID had other plans. So uh, our very special guest. Did he really get COVID? Well, I, I don't I don't know that he knows yet, but uh, our very oh. special guest texted us this morning. He's like, hey guys, I, I feel... Uh, horrible doing this day of, but I'm 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 feeling I'm feeling sick. Got sent home from work. Uh, told I can't come back until uh, I get uh, I get tested and get cleared. So, I mean, he said it very eloquently. He says, "Guys, I'm so sorry to do this day of, but I feel like stepped on dog poop." Yeah, and I didn't know what that meant for a while. I was like, "What?" And then you responded, "Oh, no worries, man. You're just sick." I'm like, yeah. "Oh, he meant he was sick." I was yeah. Like, he really yeah. got stepped on? But not even, so, I mean, it's like, 
if you were like, man, I really feel like, like crap, you're not feeling good. You're like, I feel like dog crap. You're feeling any worse. But if you're feeling but like stepped, stepped in dog on. crap, I stepped in dog crap the other yeah. day. That's like the, the triple dog dare of feeling like crap. It's the top tier. Yeah. So, so he was out and we, you know, we talked about it all day. We even put out a poll to our supporters, uh, of which two uh, responded to the poll, but between the two, <laughs> they voted four times. So I wonder if, I wonder if people on Patreon know you can, you can download the Patreon app if you want to see posts and stuff like that. Well, I wonder if that's like, you can set the notifications to come any number of ways. So yeah, maybe Patreon supporters doesn't, doesn't know that. Yeah. yeah I, I highly recommend you do that. So, um, so, but we, we put it out there cause we were going back and forth. We really didn't want to flake uh, on the live recording, but we also uh, wanted it to be something, something big, something special, something, something fun. So we went back and forth a lot today and we're like, you know what? We'll just, we'll just, we're not canceling. It's not canceled. It's just rescheduled so Postponed. that we can give it the, the honor that it's due. Now the good news is for, for the freeloaders, those of you who are just, just tagging along, just listening for free. There is still time to become a Patreon supporter so that you can uh, join us for that live recording when it happens. So we're still going to do it, um, and uh, we'll make sure that it's fun. We'll make sure we've got a, a guest, uh, and, and we'll do it right, which is why you saw this episode uh, listed in your podcast player of choice as 19 and a half. So we 19.5. Yeah, we said we were doing... Uh, we said we were going, we were going to do a live recording for episode 20 and we still are because this is episode 19 and a half. What's up? <laughs> I mean, so, if we want to be really technical, this is technically episode 21. All right. No. Yes. Yeah. Technically. Yeah, technically, technically. Yeah. So yeah, we're all lying no matter what. That episode zero locked away in the vault. So, but uh, one of these days we need to set like a big support like goal. Like if we hit X either amount of support a month or X number of supporters, like we'll drop episode zero for them. Whoa. I'm sure they're dying to hear us talking over each other. Us, uh, your kids scream or no, not your kids. Jason's kids screaming through the FaceTime call. <laughs> we were testing. We were testing how to call people I while forgot. we were recording. I forgot he was on there. And then his kids Dude, I, I literally thought his kids were being skinned alive for a In minute. episode zero. So episode zero was our uh, top secret, possibly never to be released test episode where we just hit record and, and did our thing. We went way long and it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was yeah. like a podcast uh, written by the writers of family guy or something, but if they were doing a movie and if they weren't as funny and offensive as they actually are. Yeah. 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 But that random. <laughs> so yeah. it was a good time. Ah, episode zero. So anyways, this is, I mean, this is still a live recording. It's just the same same old participants that's all what's up so but uh yeah so i i can't remember was it i i feel like in a recent episode we started with space which uh we'd been off space for a while so i can't remember if that was last week but i want to start with space this week because it was crazy normally if you're normally like oh kale's gonna talk about space again and then you're hitting that little like 30 second jump button just wait because this news is crazy Right, so okay. so the Russians, God bless them, uh, they launched a new module for the International Space Station. Like uh, I think I heard about that. Like like a week ago, 
Uh, I don't, uh, I think it's Nauka is how I would pronounce it. Uh, no one understands the Cyrillic alphabet, including Russians, but it's N-A-U-K-A, so whatever that is. Now, there's some crazy story behind this that I haven't completely caught up on. Like, this module's actually kind of been sitting around for the ISS for uh, like 20 years. It was going to be launched a long time ago and wasn't. I can't remember why. So it's not like they just launched old tech. It's been updated, and then it was supposed to launch not that long ago, and then there were delays because there were issues, but they finally launched this thing, right? It's it's been a complete cluster the whole time, right? So, like they launch it, the launch is is fine. Russian rockets, they're not my favorite. I think they're ugly, but they they get the job done, right? Like they're pretty reliable. So they get this thing uh, up into orbit, but they're like in the wrong orbit. So like there's all kinds of issues right from the jump. So like don't even know if they're going to be able to get this thing to the ISS to dock, right? So they're working on it. They're doing it. They're not entirely forthcoming with all the details because again, Russia, Wait, the Russians. And, um, so, so they, they get it all worked out. There's some issues, but they get it straightened out. They do some adjustments. They fire some thrusters, whatever it is they do. So, so they finally get this thing to where it, it's going to make orbit to meet up with the ISS. Right. So, and there was actually, um, you know, this, this peers P I R S module, that had been on attached to the ISS for a long time and used as an airlock and all this stuff that they actually had to jettison. Like they sent that sucker through the atmosphere to burn up, to make room for this thing to, to connect, right. To dock. So it gets there, it docks. There's, there's issues with the docking where like they had to take over manual control and dock it manually. But then they're like, Oh no, no, don't worry about what you heard on the broadcast. It actually, it, it actually docked under autopilot. Like it was supposed to again, Russia, right? So just weirdness from the jump. So then this thing at some point after docking and being secured, this module that's connected to the International Space Station that has human beings in it. It exploded? It fires its freaking thrusters. Just like for all mankind. Yes, it's insane. So this thing pushes the International Space Station like... 45 degrees off like whatever plane it's supposed to be on. Right. Like how, just, how just, is this not, I haven't seen this anywhere. Yeah, see, I knew you'd be surprised. Yeah. Like wow. it's, it's big news, but I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like I've seen it all over, but I follow all kinds of like space reporters and stuff. Um, I guess it's not that big of it. Cause I'm sure if it was a bigger deal, I'd have heard more about it because I'm sure they can just course correct and get right back on. That's why well, I would that's get reported the thing, on. Like it's only a, big it's only not a big deal because there's a lot of smart people dealing with this stuff so yeah they did manage oh, yeah. to 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 make adjustments elsewhere um to to get it course corrected and it didn't do though it could have done significant damage it it didn't like it could have yeah. like created issues where they like lost solar arrays and stuff like that but but they they didn't like none of the worst outcome comes happen but some of that Are they just gonna do Sorry, cut you off. Well, I was going to say, but, but most of that's just dumb luck. Like, if this thing had fired harder or longer, it'd be a real problem. Are they, is whoever going to, like, do what they did with China and not give Russia any consequences and be like, oh, well, yeah, that happens? Or is there going to be like, you can't do that? Like, with the rocket crashing into Earth a couple months ago? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, Russia tends to be, I mean, Russia's Russia. They've got their issues, but they tend to be, like, a pretty like good citizen of space, like whatever Russia is or isn't, whatever you think or feel about Russia. And like, you know, they've been, you know, responsible with space and they, you know, the way they land their stuff and, and just all that kind of stuff, uh, whatever, and not creating space junk. But, 
Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do with this. I don't know who you punish or how. I, I don't. I don't know. So it's yeah. Yeah, that was that was crazy. So you know, in more like minor space news, what's annoying here is so there's this. Uh, I think we've talked about it on here. There's this Starliner, which is the other like human rated space capsule that Boeing's been working on. So like there's the, the crew dragon from SpaceX. That's what we've been flying astronauts on a few times now. And then Starliner was supposed to be the other option. So Starliner's like last certification mission before flying actual humans was supposed to be today. And they mm-hmm. actually had to delay it and into next week just to make sure they've got all of these issues with the space station worked out because this capsule has to go up and dock with the space station. So thanks Russia. In my space news, I started watching For All Mankind, the show, on yes. Apple TV. Dude, it's so you. good. I told you. It's I saw the first episode a long time ago, and I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. And it just didn't stick with it. And then literally the other night, I went to bed at like almost 3 a.m. Because I think I was on like episode six. Yeah. And, I, and then that ended. I was like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to watch the next one. Well, and then it, I watched the next one. And I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to watch the next one. And then it was 2 a.m. I'm like... Yeah, we're going to have to watch the next one. Yeah, it's really really well written, really well acted. So, have you have you caught on like those all those characters are based on actual historic figures from the space program? Um, I assumed most were I I forget which ones. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's an actual person because they had at one at the end of one of the episodes like a dedication like, "Oh, here this episode was dedicated to this woman." I'm like, "Oh, same name. Oh, I guess these are real people." Yeah, most like most if not all of the big name characters are are real oh, okay. people. Yeah. Are they most of them alive or are they all dead? Um well, I uh, I'm trying to remember. I haven't watched the show for a bit because like I'm 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 current up through season 2, so I just haven't been been back to it. Uh but Buzz Aldrin was part of the Apollo program. He's still alive. Yeah, obviously um, those two guys were I figured I knew were real dudes, but like the main character Joel or what's his name? Is it Joel? I uh, Joan uh, I don't remember, but yeah, he's, Kinnaman or something. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a real astronaut, and like Deke cool. that runs the astronaut office, and then even as you get into season two, like it's not a big spoiler alert to tell you that like Sally Ride shows up. Um, so you would have like don't know heard, who that is. You would have heard Sally's name like as a kid in you know like elementary school or something. Like she was, it was a big deal that she was a female astronaut like during the shuttle program and stuff. Yeah, Joel, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they take artistic license. I mean, of course, because the whole thing is, like, alternate history. The Russian, yeah. Yeah, so the, the Russians, Russians landed be- first. Yes. So the, the space race, what's cool is it's like, what had happened if the space race had continued, right? Like, if we hadn't won and if it hadn't kind of fallen off, like, if there was a driving force to keep us pressing. So even in season two, like, they talk about um, their take on things was, like, you know, post-Apollo... NASA had like all these different plans going forward and kind of ended up like with just the shuttle. So the writer's take was like, well, what if we gave them everything? Like what if they got everything they were planning and working on? Right. Um, I'm kind of glad everything happened in real life the way it happened, because if it happened, if life were to happen the way the show happened, I'm glad that didn't happen, you know, because um, some crazy crap happens. Yeah. It's, it's a great show. You should so watch Apple TV Plus. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing other than nothing else on Apple TV Plus has really caught my eye, but I think maybe I just haven't given enough of it a fair chance. 
like for all mankind only really got a you know a shot from me just because i've been on a space kick space. and it was it was a space show so is like, C any good with Jason Moma? Is that getting good? Uh, you know, I started watching like at the beginning and it just, it just didn't hold me. Maybe it's not my thing. Maybe I didn't give it long enough. I didn't care um, about the premise. Like I, it didn't intrigue me. Like everyone's blind and they yeah. don't believe people can see. I'm like, I don't care. They're doing additional seasons. No. Yeah. People like it. I, I thought just, I'd like the morning show I'm or morning edition it. or whatever. And I, yeah, the morning show. Yeah. I saw the first episode. And, and it was it, less Steve Carell than I thought it was, yeah. so then I kind of backed out. It just didn't hook me. So, so I don't know, but Ted Lasso's back and killing it. It's great. Season two has started off pretty good. Absolutely no signs of a sophomore slump. No, yeah. Just, I'm, I'm trying to think of another show, like recent or current sitcom, that has made me actually physically laugh out loud. Like Ted Lasso does, and no, just nothing comes to mind. Sometimes yeah. Goldbergs would get a real laugh out of me. Sometimes. I think Brooklyn Nine-Nine gets a laugh out of me. <sighs> Which they're coming out with their last season. Like an actual physical laugh, not a like, oh, that's funny. Uh, I think I get chuckled. I, ch- I think I chuckle. I give them a good, I give them a good, definitely a good breathe harder out of the nose laugh. They, they have, I'm not going to say Brooklyn Nine-Nine has never made me laugh out loud. They definitely have their moments. Right. Um, you know, like the clip where the captain's like, oh, get it all out of your system right now. And they all start coughing and hacking. <laughs> like they just have these ridiculous moments uh, for sure. If you're going to cough, cough now. And then Charles Boyle just. <laughs> and and then what's his face? Holt's like, oh my God, why? Like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Well, it's like, like what? you were just ready to go. Yeah. To well, what would have happened? Like if I hadn't said to do that is is the play there so dumb so, yeah no so it has its moments and it you know but i look back at like obviously you and i both have the office on heavy rotation all the time the office the whole here no, was literally just watching it before uh, it has went to record it holds no surprises right i always know what's coming i always whatever and it can still make me laugh yeah it the one s- that was on just now is when daryl's asking for a raise and it's just so dumb dink and flicka you know <laughs> No, the one that got me the other day is uh, when Daryl's got the workman's comp claim for his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> and when they're, when uh, Dwight is staking out his house and yeah. they like yell at his sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, a-hole. It's just so funny to even see or hear that out of Toby. <laughs> yeah. And Toby's the one yelling that. And then. It's uh, they crash into trash cans uh, and it just still so it just still gets me and I defy a human being not to laugh out loud uh, when David Wallace is explaining the suck it. Yes, it, it goes vroom. Yes, vroom. <laughs> when even <laughs> he's just like waiting for <laughs> like the the <gasps> wow. When even it Michael thinks he's. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> that that is not Mike. That is not David Wallace. That is an alien inside of david david uh, wallace so if you if you've streamed all the other things to stream and you're looking for something to stream solid solid seven podcast gives two thumbs up to uh ted lasso and for all mankind lasso so good there's there uh, was one scene that i yeah. i mean ted lasso does get inappropriate uh like comedy wise i guess like they do curse often so if you don't like cursing it does they're english they don't know things yeah. they're i was gonna say to go you know, on, at one point on both of them, you know, your mileage may vary, vary if you are more sensitive to, to language. It's probably not going to be your thing. 
But they did have one interesting part uh, in the second episode, Ted Lasso. Just make sure your kids aren't in the room because it was kind of weird. I was like, oh, oh this is weird. Kids don't ever get to be in the room for Ted Lasso. Yeah. Which, it, which is probably its own indication. Words. You know, that is a funny thing just in life in general where we're like, oh, the kids shouldn't see this. Oh, the kids shouldn't say that. I'm like, well, if it's not good for them, like, what's the point where it becomes good for us to hear or see or say but i don't want to overthink sure. that too much because it'll ruin good shows for me so anyways because of roy kent but uh now there is uh there is you know trouble in the heart of uh streaming land though i don't know if you've heard about this uh you know, like what's her face like apple tv plus it's doing fine disney plus though there's yeah they're they're pretty they're i'm what do you what are your thoughts on scarlett johansson suing disney plus are you yay or nay on scarlett johansson well it depends on what the deal is i guess um i'm i can't tell if you're snapping and yelling at your wife or your at, dog <laughs> at my dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like, I don't think Kira's going to respond well to that, bud. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it does. So what we're talking about here, if you haven't already seen or heard this in the news, is that Scarlett Johansson is suing, I can't tell if she's suing Disney or Marvel. I guess there's really she's no... She's suing Disney Plus. No difference It's not Marvel. Point. No, she's um, suing Disney Plus. But as as her lawyers would tell you, the deal was that she had an agreement with Disney or Marvel or whoever for a full theatrical it's with, it's with disney she's mad at disney plus specifically yeah. so it's a well i mean but they're they're all in well not disney right? sorry not disney plus disney explicitly it's not so much marvel because the deal was um her contract was if it releases on disney plus they would meet with her to renegotiate and they never renegotiated yeah. So she's like mad at that. So the deal is part of what what has made people, uh, you know, actors like the the tentpole actors of the MCU so so rich. Um, it, like Robert Downey Jr. has just made obscene amounts of money. Is negotiating deals where they're they're getting like pay bonuses essentially based on their movies performances. So it's not just like a cut, like we're going to pay you X amount of money to make this movie. It's like there's base pay and then additional pay. So they're, they're almost like, like co-owners, whatever that is in the movie industry, producers, executive producers, but part of how much money they make is based on what they make at the theaters. And so, you know, all the, all the studios have gotten creative during the pandemic in dealing with, you know, how do we continue to produce and distribute content and of course profit from that content. And so one of those answers has just been to pivot to some model of, of streaming or partially streaming. And so that's, uh, you know, obviously we've talked about it on here, like whether or not you were going to, you know, pay the extra to, to stream it on Disney plus or go see it in the theater or whatever. Right. I've done neither. So you got none of my money, Scarlett Johansson, please don't sue me. Um, but well, she didn't get any of the Disney you know, plus money. That's why she's so mad. Exactly. So that's her, her deal was that she'd get a cut of the theatrical release. And, you know, I saw reports where it's like, it actually had a big opening weekend, like the biggest, I yeah, think since did, the pandemic started, but right. then fell off a cliff. Like if not the second, the second week, week, space jam punched her in the face. Yeah. Well, that's offensive in and of itself to, if you're losing market share to space, not just space jam, space jam too. Um, yeah. Space jam two looks like buns. I don't care who you are. 
so uh so scarlett johansson's big mad like she they bl- they blame you know the streaming cutting into to as if if it wasn't available on disney plus for an extra amount of money all those people would have gotten their cars and gone to the theater and paid for tickets i don't, I don't think so yeah i don't i don't think so either yeah i think they probably just would have just waited to stream it for free I thought I kind of rolled my eyes when I saw the initial headline because I'm like, okay, it's a hundred millionaire complaining about a couple like fifty million dollars, boohoo. But then like reading it, like she was gypped though, like regardless of how much money it is and what you think about rich people, whatever you were you were told in your contract, hey, it's going to be a theatrical release only, and then they pivoted and said, oh, it's going to come on Disney Plus. And then they told her, if we do end up doing that, we'll renegotiate so you can get a cut of the Disney Plus. They never, they ignored, apparently they ignored their calls to renegotiate and meet about it. And that's why she's so mad. And then it did fairly well on Disney Plus. I forget how much money it made. It made quite a bit of cash. And so, and then Disney apparently is um like, even just their statement, I forget how they worded it, but like, like yeah, or they just basically blamed it on COVID and how dare her like do that in the light of this. But it's like, yeah, but if you guys really cared about COVID, why did you open your parks? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Huh? It's the reality, like whether or not she needs the money, like a deal's a deal. That, that's yeah, my that's, thing. And that's what you have to look at. Like who cares? Like, yes, we're talking about millions of dollars. She'll be fine. But still you signed a contract. You had a deal they broke their end of the bargain. Yeah. Now, like the bigger, sadder side of, of this um, really might be, I mean, sad might be a strong word, but it is a pretty big indicator that she's done with the character. Um, yeah. She's not getting booked to do yeah. that. So again, but she's dead in the, in the movie. So not in Mark Black Widow. Obviously she's alive because she's the main character going forward. She's dead. Well, nobody's ever dead in the comics, but she's dead now. Like she's dead, dead now. For sure, she yeah, she's gone. Yeah, you ain't coming back from that. So, which uh, you know, in the in the meantime, Florence Pugh is like, "What's that, Marvel? You need a a new uh, smoke show super spy." <laughs> what? I saw people saying she should go be Poison Ivy for WB. Interesting. Yeah, I saw that. It's uh, probably a little beneath where her career is at right now. Yeah, I feel like that's taking a step down. Yeah, she's she's on the rise. Nothing she's against he- Uma Thurman's uh, no. portrayal. Of she's the headed the other direction. So, but Black Widow movie was solid, though. I was actually i I went into it with low expectations. Not like I was going to hate it, but I just didn't care. Like yeah. I, I just was watching it because I'm invested in the Marvel lore. I want to know what's happening, and uh, it was actually really good. I would watch it again. Yeah. I can watch it again because technically I own it but only through Disney Plus as long as I have a active subscription, which is kind of weird. It's like I gave you $30. Well, I didn't give you. My friend ended up paying for all of it, and I didn't even have to split it, so I got it for free on my account. But why don't I actually own it outside of that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard nothing but good things, and I very much look forward to streaming it for no extra money whatsoever. <laughs> Fair game. So, Have you yeah. seen spoilers about it yet? Uh, I haven't. I haven't seen anything spoiled. I don't know if there's anything like major like in game like at the beginning. Hey, Loki dies at the beginning of Endgame. Spoiler alert! But it's like there's I don't think there's really anything like that in this movie. Yeah, Loki got his own series. He's doing all right. 
Okay, um, he'll, he'll be fine. Yeah. No, I have actually managed to uh, not even f- find out like who the antagonist, like who the bad guy is in this movie. So again, I mean, we've we've talked about it. When I'm like not Johnny, it's on the kind spot. of forgettable. Yeah. When I'm not Johnny on the spot with watching something, I don't uh, like I don't whine about spoilers. It is what it is. But I don't even know if it's one. I can't remember. I need to watch it again. I forgot already. I feel like it was like I don't even know. It wasn't one guy per se. I don't remember. Anyways, Black Widow on Disney Plus. Should she get her money? Stay tuned. I wish the bad guy was Alligator Loki. That I'd be interested in that. Have you watched all of Loki? Yeah. Talk about this. You're full. You've seen all of it. Yeah, I think we. we, Well, we kind of brought it up, but then we pivoted to just triggering John about his oh right current Marvel stance, and so we still. I talked to him yesterday. He's still. He's still holding strong to not wanting to continue. He's going to hear this and get triggered. He goes, you're misrepresenting me. Uh, and he's not here to defend himself, so I will uh, misrepresent. But yeah, he's still, uh, he still I, said he's not. I solved keep going. the problem. And while I may, well, it was a made up solution of Conor McGregor being cast as a character in the MCU. It's also like not outside of the realm of possibility. I wouldn't care. That would, that would interest me less if he was in it. Cause I, I thought he was funny and crazy like a couple years ago, but then I keep hearing he keeps fighting like all these people and it's just like, it sounds like I don't, I'm again, I am 0% interested in this world, but from an outside perspective, it just seems like he's just who, what other kind of fighter celebrity can I fight next is his game right now is what it seems like. Am I wrong? Uh, that? Yeah, no, I mean, he, he's a legit martial artist. He's a legit... No, MMA yeah, I'm not saying he's he not. Takes, he takes it seriously. It's, um, But he's also just a, a better marketer than just about anybody the sport's ever seen. And, and just a natural-born entertainer. Like, Connor just holds your attention. Sure. Um, and uh, it's made him very, very, very wealthy. So Good for him. But uh, but Loki was pretty good, and it sets up the trajectory. Tra- troje- am I five years old? Trajectory yeah. of the I couldn't say that word right. Vewi. Yeah, no, I I really enjoyed. Uh, now that we're talking about it, I feel like we did talk about it more last week, or maybe it was on Patreon. They all blend together because you you talked about how you kind of liked the the actor that played the the bad guy in the reveal in in the last episode. So I really enjoyed the series. Um, it was probably the most I've enjoyed Owen Wilson, uh, though I don't dislike Owen Wilson, especially because like we're big fans of the night at the museum series in this household. It's one of my wife's favorites and it does, you know, I, I doubt it won any awards. It probably shouldn't have, but it's a good popcorn movie. Like it just makes you chuckle. It's campy and funny and I get a kick out of his character in there, but like to just see him just like just act and, and well yeah. and enjoy it. Yeah. You, you kind of forget you're like, Oh, he really does have, have chops. So I, I liked it. I liked the interaction between the characters. I just, the the finale was was not satisfying to me. It just felt like a, a setup for the for the next season. If it was a movie, we would have said it felt like a setup for the next sequel. So I, I didn't feel... I, overall, I enjoyed I, the series, but... Yeah, I went into it expecting it was going to set up whatever was to come. I knew it wouldn't be resolved here because Kev, I think Kevin Feige, right before it came out, he said something along the lines of, uh, this is going to... Don't quote me, but to the effect of it's going to upend the Marvel universe, and to an effect, it kind of did. Um, are we allowed to talk Loki spoilers? Or yeah, I think why it's not? For a hey, minute. Uh, here comes Loki spoilers. Like I could see how you know, knowing that um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is like the next big, big 
release. I mean, there's there's some others with what's Spider Man's like coming. The, oh, the what Ten if Rings is coming out? And, so there's yeah, a few that seems kind of like a one off. Like Ten this, Rings seems like a one off. Yeah. Shang Chi. But the stuff with the the tightest ties to the existing MCU uh, is the Doctor Strange movie, and so I I can see how this was part. You know, I mean, we'll see, but part of the setup for the multiverse of madness, like yeah, for the timeline's sure. just gone. It seems like yeah, because obviously the timeline went to crap at the end of Loki, and then this big bad who we met, his name is Kang, but he in this Loki iteration he was considered the one who remains or whatever, but Kang is um, supposed to be the next big bad. So you know how Thanos for how many years, 15 something years, he was always teased as like this big ominous villain supposedly with, so that was phases one through three was Thanos was building up to him in the end game and infinity war. Supposedly with Kang that he's just going to be phase four at the end of phase four. If you look at the movie releases, the last one, I think maybe the end of 22 or 2023, uh, is Fantastic Four. And so people are suspecting that Kang will be the big bad and we'll see him pretty often because he's already... we hit, He had like 30 minutes of dialogue at the end of Loki. Um, and so we already kind of know who he is. So he'll be the big bad for season, Phase 4. And then Fantastic Four is at the end. And then it'll be probably Doctor Doom for Phase 5. And then the thought is after Doctor Doom uh, and hopefully X-Men will be part of that, Phase 5. And then it'll be hopefully Galactus, which is like the biggest of the big. So it's just going to get bigger and bigger. If he thought Endgame was the end and literally the end. See, I don't it's know. It's not. I don't know if I'm excited about um, them rolling uh, the X-Men into the MCU. And I'll tell you why. It's because I have no interest in seeing anyone else play Wolverine. None whatsoever. That's my only, that's, yeah, that's, I was going to disagree with whatever you just said, but the, no, yeah, I agree with that. Hugh, like if Hugh Jackman does not come back, I riot. Yeah. Yeah. To, like, qu- to quote JD from Scrubs, uh, Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. There, there's a point where Dr. Cox, who's, you know, kind of a cocky jerky doctor. Dr. Scrubs, Cox. If you don't watch okay. it. Yeah. He's a phenomenal character. Big fan. And, uh, he, he, uh, mocks the main character is JD John Dorian, and uh, he he openly mocks Hugh Jackman in front of JD. And as he walks away, JD under his breath in disbelief goes, "Hugh Jackman's Wolverine!" Like he just can't <laughs> believe that he would dare insult. And I'm right there. He's him. also the freaking JD. greatest showman. That dude is oh, that dude is top notch. I'll I'll tell you this, people. If you're if you're, if you're a Hugh Jackman fan, if you're not a Hugh Jackman fan, um, if you if you liked the greatest showman, you didn't like the greatest showman. That's all fine. I'm telling you right now, pause pause this podcast and look up the behind the scenes rehearsal footage for the greatest showman. Oh, on it YouTube. Will melt your the, um, face. You're talking to, you're talking about when um they were do the not the behind the scenes, but the run throughs, the read throughs. Yeah. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. And he was on a voice rest. He wasn't allowed to sing, so he had to stand in during the read throughs. And if you don't know, when you film a movie, before you film, you everyone the whole cast gets together, you read the script, just throughout the whole movie so he couldn't do any of his he did he didn't do any singing he did his lines because he was on a vocal rest and so the one song from now on which is like the last big ballad basically at the end of the movie he was getting so emotional the room was getting so emotional he just steps up and starts singing it and his uh his standing kind of like stands off to the side and he just kills it and the room is emotional it's i start crying but it's not just him though like what gets him to that point is like these are all these just stone cold 
killers, like vocal performers at yeah. the top of their game. In what their, was her name? In the their, one chick. In it, and they are just going off. It's better than the movie cut. It's better than the track that made it to the film. It's so good. Yeah, it's amazing. One hundred percent recommend. Go watch it. And if you watch that and you're like, eh, this this sucks. Uh, this this doesn't move me. We well, if you think it sucks, you don't have a heart. Yeah. Keela Settle. What's how do you, Keala? Keala Settle. Is that the one that played like, the bearded lady? Yes. Yeah. Dude, just going off. Ugh, it's so crazy, good. and it's it's so fun to watch because you can tell everybody in the room is having the time of their life. Yeah. And I think there's like three different videos you can watch, but yeah, it's 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 top notch. Yeah. Michelle Williams's IMDb photo does not look like Michelle Williams. <laughs> She's had some longevity to, to her career. I just hate... Never mind, I don't want to get into her speech at a Golden Globe a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. No, I gave up on the award show a long time ago. Yeah. But, uh, man, and even... Uh, <laughs> I mean, standard Solid 7 uh, rabbit trail here, but uh, Greatest Showman, Zac Efron killed it too. And yeah. I'm, I'm not, I've never I'm not really seen his target he market. Does. Yeah, same. I've never seen what's the thing he's known for? The basketball stuff? The um High School Musical? That yeah. I think I've it's never how he seen made his name. Yeah, I've never seen so, any of those movies, nor the show, nor he, will I. He did those movies with uh Seth Rogen, the like frat house movies, and he did Baywatch. Yeah, I've never, he's, he's, never seen them. He's done a ton, uh and none of most of it I haven't seen, and I don't think any of it I've enjoyed, and it's not to take anything away from the kid. <laughs> I'm just not his target market. But in the greatest showman, you're like, No, okay, this he's he, got he's chops. top notch. Yeah. Yeah. I just so. is that is that his voice or is he like, cause when he talks in greatest showman again, I don't watch too much of his stuff, but it seems like he's purposely making his voice that deep or sound like that. Like, it doesn't sound like he's just not like, yeah, so I'm the greatest showman. Like he, it's like, he's trying to go deep, but I could be, I could be making that up. And uh, uh, yeah. people are probably yelling at me through their car f- right now that I'm wrong. And uh, all right. Yeah, they're having their JD Hugh Jackman moment. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. He was in the Lorax. Interesting. Uh, Zach Efron going through his. Uh, yeah, because when I saw he was in 17 again, that was like, yeah, I probably won't watch too much of his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, well, you know, elsewhere in, in Disneyland, it's not all doom and gloom and lawsuits. So, uh, elsewhere in Disneyland, over on the Star Wars side of the house, cool story. I think we might have even talked about this on the podcast, Josh. Do you remember? Like, you know, no. uh, so outdated, uh, well, old, old, um, Mandalorian spoiler at this point, uh, Luke Skywalker shows up to at the end of Mandalorian season two. Yeah. To rescue Grogu, better known Grogu. as baby Yoda. And, uh, but it's, so it's Mark Hamill acting it, but they like CGI, uh, de-aged him and it was yeah. for, it was it was good for as good as that has been when you see it in movies. Kind of like this, what they did with Leia and Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. And Tarkin. So, but this this dude who has who has a YouTube channel, like, shot his own shot at doing it. He's like, here's, here's my take on doing that. And throws it up on YouTube side by side. And you think about, like, this is, this is Disney, this is Star Wars, this is Lucasfilms, this is Skywalker Ranch, this is LucasArts, like... They've been leaders in digital effects 
They, I mean, they forever. Inv- Lucas invented digital effects. I mean, give me a break, right? Even how they're filming Mandalorian with it's not even green screen; it's legit projection walls that yeah. create the whole environment. And like man, that alone is genius. Man, no, you can't tell. It's so good. And uh, this dude put up his side by side, like his young Luke, and and murdered him. Murdered him. Like, looks so good compared to what Disney made. So so good. Uh, and um. They up and hired him, which yeah. is freaking awesome. Yeah. So now I thought That's this guy was just they a did wrong to Scarlet, but did right yeah. to this guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't that just the way of the patriarchy? But um, oh yeah. yeah, sexism is real. I guess I was thinking because this is just kind of the way this gets touted everywhere that this was just like a YouTuber. This was somebody you know, whatever, just just goofing off. But you were saying you saw he's he's like legit in this space. No, yeah. Apparently, according to the Reddit's. Um, also, I didn't mean like sexism is was not real, and I was it's made up. It was just a joke. All right, um, but yeah, apparently he uh, he like he is innovating in deep fake technology, and he's constantly improving on it. And he's not just like some kid YouTuber. Like that's like his job. Like he improves and innovates deep fake technology. And so Disney just up and hired him because he's so excelling in that field. He also a deep faked. Um, what's it called a solo the movie solo with yeah. han solo um and put harrison ford's face over the guy that played the young harrison ford and it looks so good like and it even looks like a younger harrison ford and it looks much better than uh what's his face i mean not hating on the kid that played him but yeah yeah he's he, this this dude who edits this stuff is top notch i thought it was a good movie solo got so much hate and i'm like ah, it was fun um, it wasn't best. It, in, it wasn't best in show. It's not like can't miss Star Wars, but it was fun. No, yeah, I saw it. I saw it in theaters when it came out. I went to watch it again on Disney Plus when we were working through all the movies, and I fell asleep. And I didn't care enough to go back and watch it awake. The challenge is that the young Han Solo couldn't match up with to Donald Charisma. Glover as oh uh, yeah. As a young Lando, he that that was perfect casting. Yeah, no, he. I mean, Donald Glover has not done anything wrong ever in his life. Oh my god. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I can respect that. The the talent. Uh, unsurprisingly, this is America. Uh, lyrically, rubs me the wrong way some, but you can't you can't knock the kid's musical talent. And I'm like, no. Wait, how notch. is the kid from Community this right. amazing? He was also in The Martian. Yeah. Which is a fantastic movie. It's kind of like, um, you know, it's kind of like Will Smith, you know, or Jamie Foxx when it's like, wait, how is the kid from Fresh Prince also right. the kid in Pursuit of Happiness? I hope he becomes um, one of the villains in Spider-Man because uh, if you remember in Homecoming, Spider-Man, Home- he was in that one. And he like Spider-Man webbed his hand to the trunk of the car at that one point. Remember that? I have I watched Homecoming yet? Was that the first one or the second one? Mm-hmm. First one. I don't when, remember uh, that. He when Tony Stark's like, if you if you need the suit, you're nothing with it or something like that. Yeah, I completely butchered that line. But uh, Donald Glover's in it, and so um, he says something. He's like, yeah, you're doing a good job. I I don't want my my nephew Miles to be caught up in this or something. He says something along those lines to referencing Miles Morales, obviously. And if you saw into the spider verse, Miles Morales's uncle 
is the prowler a bad guy so hopefully don glover can come back and be the prowler because i think he'd do a great job and he's he's dope i have such a hard time keeping all those storylines straight at this point because my my son has finally like spider-man's his first real like superhero interest Right. So I've watched all these different versions of like Spider-Man cartoons and stuff like that. And so all oh, the storylines right. and origins are a little different. Um, right. The one we're watching right now was one of the more recent cartoons, maybe not the most recent, but I'm like, Iron Spider crops up real fast. I'm like, dang. So you should, um, um, you should show him. I don't know if he'll like it cause it came out in the nineties, but the one I watched as a kid and where all my Spider-Man knowledge comes from is uh, the 90s animated Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, we've, we've been watching that one. and then So there's that one and there's two newer ones. I think the one we're watching right now is like the new I heard new. Spectacular Spider-Man is one of the best ones. Yeah. I've never seen it But myself, then there's, but. there's these tiny little Spider-Man shorts that are out. There's all these different little things are out now. And then I'm like, now they've introduced all these different Spideys and Ghost Spider and... Then, like, Miles Morales is Spider-Man 2, so regular Spider-Man's going by Spidey. I'm like, this is... Can't I just have, like, a sarcastic superhero with a dead uncle? <laughs> yeah, there's several There's several Spider-Man shows on Disney+. Plus. There's, like, five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Four, or, or six, sorry. So... Yeah, there's the original 90s one. There's Ultimate Spider-Man, which I've never heard of that one, but I've heard of Spider-Man Unlimited, uh, so which one ran from like I don't know like 2012 to 2016 or something like that that's I think that's the one we're watching right now there's one on here it's just called Spider-Man from 2017 to 2020 no that's that's like new new I think we did watch that one it's eh I think you're talking about Ultimate Spider-Man yeah 2012 to 2016 yeah Ultimate that's, that's the one we're four watching seasons. right now uh, yeah so we're, we're Nick Fury's in it yeah we're in season one of that right now so it's I wow mean, it's Venom's pretty. in episode four but they're like trying to uh like so this series like nick's trying to recruit him into shield and so he's paired him up in this little team that's like iron fist and uh i don't know a few other characters are they trying to vaguely make them off of um the marvel or the mcu characters i don't know being original like iron man's in this one Uh, well nick fury's black with an eye patch like that looks like sam jackson so but Obviously, then it's got like um like the venom the venom origin story is real weird like Doc Ock like created it out of a combination with blood they got from Spider Man so it's not like alien symbiote it's like lab created symbiote so I don't know I mean it's it's not bad like the tricky thing is like finding like the stuff to watch that won't create nightmares in a three year old who just wants to watch Spider Man right yeah this um this looks like it has like a lot of big names but it looks like yeah they are trying to kind of copy mcu-esque things because i've yeah. been watching because i heard it's really good on disney plus you're it probably fine for your son because it's i'm i'm about to turn it off because it's probably too kitty um it's avengers um what is it called avengers something the world hmm. uh earth's mightiest heroes i was i was close um i've got to like episode three and i'm like eh because the only reason why I started watching it is because people said that, uh, like, Thanos is in it, Kang, who is the next big bad, Galactus. Like, basically every big bad out there makes their way onto this show. Uh, but in this one, you can clearly tell how they're trying to copy Mar- uh, the MCU movies. Because the guy who's playing Iron Man in this is for sure trying to talk like uh, Robert Downey does. Yeah. And he's almost there, but it's just enough to be annoying because he's not. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, another one. Like, I don't want to see anybody else play Wolverine. I don't want to see anybody else play Iron Man. Yeah, like he and is this, Tony uh, Stark. He is. Yeah. So I I'm still mad that um he left freaking Iron Man to go do Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. That's what we wanted. Uh, give us at least, we've said this before in the podcast, give us at least, at least Sherlock Holmes. Four? Dude, those Sherlock Holmes movies are good. I've never seen them. Oh, they're so much fun, dude. You got to watch them. I think I've seen maybe the first one and I loved it a lot. Yeah. That's why I said this previous comment. I didn't know Jungle Cruise was on Disney Plus. I thought that was in theaters only. No, I didn't know that either. That got uh, good reviews. Yeah, I've heard good things. But I'm skeptical because I'm like, it's a ride. Like, are you running out of ideas? Yeah, but Disney? The Rock is rarely not fun to watch. And Emily, I just Bl- don't think he needs to be in everything. Emily Blunt's like, got chops. I do. I would watch it just for her. She might be a hall pass. Her Gal Gadot. I don't know. Now, if Here's you uh, only pick one, if you're John Krasinski, are you like, yeah, babe, go go hang out with The Rock for a few months, film that movie. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. Though I think he, the rock's it's cool not like all, he has a dad. I don't think he's like. It's not like he's got a dad bot himself these days. Krasinski's yeah. gotten pretty ripped up. Yeah. So I, if I, I mean, I'm not a woman, and I'm into women, but I think I would go Krasinski over the Rock. The Rock's too much mass, in my opinion. <laughs> Let's move on topics. So, no, I know. I, I like this topic. I would like for you to tell me more about which. Who who which one which does it men, for? Which guy which does masculine it for men I'm into? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what Krasin- about the new Turner and Hooch? <laughs> that sounds like a horrible uh, idea. Kras- Krasinski did make me think of, um, of course, because he did like um, the Benghazi movie, and then he's been doing the uh, uh, Jack Ryan show, which is fantastic. But so, kind of along those same lines, Chris Pratt now is doing. Um, a movie based on a book series. The book series is actually written a guy by a guy named Jack Carr, who was, uh, he's a retired SEAL and was, uh, but he was like Dev Group. He was SEAL Team 6. I mean, a legit operator, uh, good writer. The books are fantastic. And so, like, Chris optioned the books and is doing them as a show. And I'm oh, wow. super excited about it. Like, the plot line um, is uh, this guy, uh, this SEAL, of course, is like overseas. And his his whole like squadron platoon whatever like it's set up for an ambush and like somehow like him and one other guy survives and they get back and it's like all this back room like shady dealing he finds out like there were people in america behind setting them up for this overseas ambush um they end up i think this is in the like the trailers and stuff so i don't think this is a, a big uh, or it will be so this is a big shocker but like what's the name of it um oh gosh um the the book i'm reading of his right now is savage son but i can't remember what the first one is let me let me let me so but in in like trying to cover all this up uh these people like they're they're trying to like have it's the terminal list so like they're trying to take him out they they end up not but they kill like his wife and daughter and his wife was pregnant so now you have this like highly trained operator who's lost everything. Um, and his whole goal just becomes to like identify the people behind this and exact his, his revenge. And it's fantastic. And I'm so stoked. 
that Chris Pratt's the one doing it. I, I really hope they do it right. And Jack Carr, like the author, he's really, really involved in the whole project at all levels. So I'm, I'm confident that it's going to be really good. That's so. cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's not what? even out yet. It comes out next year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're in production right now. Chris Pratt's not even named on the top cast on IMDb. Like, That's I don't funny. see his name on here. That's crazy because he's the lead and it's his his project. <laughs> he's not even on the, like, going down this list. He's not even in the top 10 people because you know how usually the, the most famous is at the top of the list? Yeah. He's, like, 15th down this list, probably 20th. That's, That's crazy. Weird. Yeah, on IMDb. Get it together, IMDb. Your yeah, app's way better than your website. Your website sucks. Yeah, so, hear this. looking forward to that. It. But it, like Jim and Roy both, uh, was it the Benghazi movie they were both in? Yeah, 13 hours. Yeah. yeah, so like Roy being in that made me think of like Chris Pratt, like going from Parks to like. Good for him. Freaking star. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, he owns, Guardians of the Galaxy. He yeah. owns the world. Yeah, he's he's killing it. Yeah, the Tomorrow I War I do disagree that he'll, was good. it good? Did you see it? I still haven't gone back and finished it. I still haven't had time, and it just wasn't knocking my socks off. Mm. But I don't think it matters. I, I mean, there's every I, there's, there's a miss every now and then. It's no big deal. I can't sit too long in Amazon's stuff because on at least on the Apple TV, their interface is just garbage. Yeah. So I, it's hard to stick around long. But I think I disagree with you on the him taking over and being the main lead for Marvel. I don't know if he's the guy. I'm not. I'm not against him being the guy. I just don't know if he's going to be. But I'm down to be wrong. No, I like being I, wrong. I'm not saying like I didn't. I wasn't saying I think that's the direction they're going. It's just the direction I think they should go. Like, oh, I got you. I th- gotcha. I think of all of the the carryover characters who are carrying forward uh, in the MCU. I just think he's got the most juice uh, to to carry it to be that kind of you know tony level character and even then like it wasn't it wasn't just tony you know iron man and cap really i mean there were there were a lot of big names a lot of temple people but it really revolved around them so i'm not saying even that he should necessarily be the one um you know i don't think hemsworth's gonna stick around much longer um it seems i it doesn't seem like he's trying to get out i mean unless see how uh love and thunder goes but apparently that's gonna be jane thor in that movie it's not gonna really be thor He's just been at it for so long that I just can't imagine him wanting to stick with it. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. It seems but like I he still, loves it. I don't, I still don't think he has that star power and that that pull right now like Pratt does, though. I mean, you think about like yeah. he's he's Star Lord, he's Jurassic Park. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just feel like he's everything he touches turns to gold right now. Um, uh, whenever uh, Disney Plus has released these shows like Loki, Black Widow, Falcon. They also have released Marvel's um, Avengers Assembled. It's like behind the scenes of each, like one hour and a half documentaries of each show. Um, And on the Loki behind the scenes one, because right after Loki ended, they released this documentary. He said on there he would play Loki forever. Like he's not done playing the character at all. It does seem like a fun character to play. Yeah. He's bisexual in case you were wondering. They, They made sure we all knew that. When this show came out, because that yeah. mattered to the plot. Yeah, I don't lot. know how much that was like woke impact, though. Like you just see a lot of that, uh, you know, retconning and otherwise in a lot of forms of media at this point. But evidently that was already like established in the comics. Yeah, he's been apparently by in the comics forever. So, but like 
that he was he was in love with himself in the show, technically, yeah. which is hilarious. Yeah, makes but sense. But also, it's I think it was on par with like when that was kind of making the rounds when they announced that recently. That was almost on par with SpongeBob being gay. Like they had finally announced that. Like, thanks, guys. I was really I was wondering what this sponge in the bottom of the ocean what his gen what his his gender yeah. what his sexuality was i'm i'm glad i i can go to bed now i mean for that matter his gender's a little ambiguous too so uh, yeah, sometimes yeah because he's he's throwing on them dresses uh, dude i've been watching spongebob in the mornings when i get ready for work and it's a it's a great way to start the day just pop that on and what is it paramount plus and have it through on on the all the home pods in the house so no matter where i'm at i hear it and it's a, it's a good way to start the day yeah, I mean, we've talked, of course, we've got a lot of go-to, like, <laughs> animated shows around here right now, but uh, um, I, for the mornings, I'm a big fan of either StoryBots, which legit teaches me things on a regular basis, or or Bluey. You just can't go wrong with Bluey. It's the best thing on television right now. Have so. you watched uh, Monsters at Work yet? Yes, and it's crazy Is to me. It good? Yeah, and it's crazy to me that they're serializing it, and how about... Uh, for Sully and Mike, it's actually uh, John Goodman. And what's his name? Yes, Billy Crystal is actually yes. the dude. Yes. Okay, that makes me want to. I wasn't sure if it, they were actually in it. It's it's one hundred percent. You know, it's not like you know. I've talked about how much I like the DreamWorks shows, but it's never like the voice actors from the movies doing those. Some of the ancillary, like the people who only do voice work and aren't famous, they'll keep voicing their characters. But the main characters, they always recast voices for. Monsters right. Inc. I mean, if it's part of the movie universe, like it just. It just feels like it. And it's a continuation from the end of the first movie. Like, it doesn't have anything to do. And I liked that, yeah. They actually, was it with the university crap? Yeah, they, but they actually tie in Monsters U a little bit and that the main character of this is a kid who's graduating, like, top of his class as a scarer at Monsters University. So, like, he's about to live his dream as a scarer. Like, his broken Sully's records at school can't believe this is something we're talking about on the podcast and so he's showing up at (laughs) monsters inc just as they're like oh we're all going to laugh power and he's got and he's got no comedy chops so so which character is that that's set up i can't remember his is he like orange tyler tyson something like that something with a t what does he look like is he purple or is he orange yeah purple big horns okay i see him yeah that's cool yeah so we, there's five episodes out right now and I haven't seen any yeah. of it. So, I mean, you know, I couldn't sit down and watch the latest episode of Ted Lasso today with the kids, but we did get to sit down and watch the latest episode of uh, Masters at Work. So neat. And even it's funny, uh, our not quite two year old yet, uh, Marley, she does not at all disresemble Boo. Like, I mean, she's tiny, adorable voice. Uh, we've talked about this on here with Becca, brown hair, brown eyes, whatever. So, they they have like an acapella version of the Monsters Inc. music. Like that's the theme song. Like the if she hears Jade or I start doing that, Jade, I didn't realize this. Jade told me this happened this morning. She was humming that and Marley goes, Monsters! Like just her <laughs> Jade. Which probably says more about our parenting than anything that she could immediately identify the theme song. But uh, she can and it was adorable. So so since we desperately need to uh man things up at this point uh in the podcast uh looks like your boy Aaron Rodgers gonna stick around there in Green Bay what did I say what did I say a couple weeks ago he, he showed up to uh to training with a, a man bun and a very questionable pair of sunglasses and uh, so he, 
here, here, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the sunglasses. When he, when that photo came out, I think I saw it on Packers Instagram. He's literally wearing. First of all, first of all, he's literally wearing a um, uh, the office T-shirt with uh, Kevin in the chili. Yes, um, which is just top notch right there. Because I'm like, see, him and I are destined to be best friends. First of all, yeah. Um, I'm trying to look for the photo, and I don't care about it's Packers shoes. It's just degrees. It's just degrees of separation. We work our way up the ranks of the podcast world. Thereby, meet and befriend Brian Baumgartner. Bada bing, bada boom. You get to hang out with Aaron Rodgers and Bob's your uncle, right? Like I told, so I saw the photo. I screenshot it, sent it to Kira, and I said, "So I'd like because people on Reddit were posting the photo, and they're like, here's actually the link to where you can buy this shirt. It's only like twenty bucks too.' And I'm like, "Oh, sweet!" So I sent it to Kira. I'm like, "I'd like this shirt now. Uh, I'm gonna grow out my hair soon. Uh, if I can grow a beard, I'm gonna do that. The only thing is, I'm not gonna do the sunglasses." So. Basically, I'm trying to be like Aaron. Like, the dude has swag, though. Like, you have to give him that. Like, he's wearing shorts and flip-flops, walking into training camp, and he he looks like a dope dude. I'm like, I want to look like you. He looks like he was was at the beach and hopped in some private airborne vehicle and rolled into training camp like a boss. Like, this was always how it was going to be. Why? What happened? So, Um, kudos to you. Did you hear... What happened? He had a press conference uh, two days ago. Uh, mm-hmm. More, if you're listening to this on Monday, it was last week. Um, he after training the training camp that he was at, he did like one of those usually like post game like press conferences type looking things. Yeah, I didn't know they did them during training camp. I don't know if that's normal. Whatever. So someone asked one of the reporters asked him like, "Hey, so what's been going on? Because obviously there's been a lot of controversy with him, and is he coming back? Is he retiring? This is that." Apparently he was going. He he had played with the idea of retiring, um, but basically his whole thing is I want to be included in the conversations, and I feel like this is a decent like topic of discussion. Like he wants, he's been around, he's been part of the Packers. I think the starter since gosh twenty something. Let's just say like oh eight, oh nine, or around there. He's right. been the starter for like a long time. He's been on the team maybe sixteen years. I think the starter like thirteen years, something like that. And so he thinks he would like he would like to be a part of the conversation of hey guys if you're gonna cut a player or hire a player I would just like to be a part of the conversation I don't want you to live or die on my word I just want you to run it by me because I think I could give good perspective on the matter and basically time and time again the front office has thrown up the deuces and said no we're not we're not gonna even acknowledge you or include you on this which to their respect they don't why why do they have to go to one of the players and go hey is this okay with you if we do this but he's not even saying that he's just saying just like like let me be in the room where it happens and i can go hey here's a perspective maybe you don't see because i've been on the team for this long i'm kind of a leader in the locker room this this that and so he he severely called out the front office and um it was a pretty good press conference like 30 minutes and he just he was really honest and it was awesome you should watch it hmm yeah, uh, I'm interested to listen. It's funny, I, I, you know, I, I had a few different takes on the stance as you were saying it. Of course, I'm hearing Jocko in my head, and I'm like, I, I think, like from the from the coach's standpoint, I think the coach should absolutely be getting the input of a player like that. 
It's not um, even it's not even Matt Lafleur. It's it's the yeah. front office makes these decisions. It's not, but not even, even so that, much Matt. Yeah, no. So I think it's I think there's value in it and it's right. Like they should be going down in the trenches and getting that input. Like they should be checking right. on the frontline troops, particularly their leaders, right. and getting that input. Right. Uh, but I'm also like flip side. Uh, I'm annoyed with the idea of a frontline troop demanding that input. Like I'd be like, oh, but here's no, the no. Out, he's an outlier. He's not just any because like I would agree with you. And like he even acknowledges, like I'm not a victim here. Like this this organization has paid me tons of money. Like I'm not a victim at all. But I'm just saying, can I be included in the conversation? He's not wanting to make the call. He just wants to be in the discussions for when it happens. Which you can't really fault him for that because he is an outlier to most quarterbacks. And like apples to apples, there is not many other people at that degree. Been with one team their whole career for as long as they have and with the amount of influence he has leadership wise with the team with the locker room with the um the fan base you name it he is like like he is leading the green bay packers i mean and to be zero percent included on conversations is a little interesting yeah yeah i get that i i just don't like because i'm not a super close follower of of the sport of the game, like particularly at the professional level. Um, I mean, not that I, I follow it the closer at the collegiate level, but I just feel like that he's, that's not that big an outlier in the sport. Like he's definitely a top tier quarterback. Otherwise I wouldn't know his name, but I feel like the fact that I can off the top of my head, name several other quarterbacks with that kind of tenure and influence. Um, Elway, Marino, Brady, um, Wilson's well on his way. So I'm like, and I'm a tangential fan at best. I just don't know that I mean, he's most like this, of those guys you named are not, are not, he's just not like this unicorn, right not anymore, but they were. And Brady clearly is and made a move, but again, but after he's not, a similar yeah, but tenure. He, but, and he got, he got a lot of his way with Tampa Bay. Like they got Gronk on. They, he was, he had a lot of say with a lot of how that team was restructured. So. I don't think I don't I don't think the front office has to honor Aaron's request at all. They don't have any obligation to do that. I don't think Aaron has anything wrong on his side to request it. And for him to say I'm not a victim, I just want to be in the room. I just want to be a part of the conversation because they did cut a lot of key players that he vibed and they did great with uh, Aaron and for instance Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb, which who is now back this year, which is going to be dope. Uh, and they cut a lot of other key personnel on the front line, the O line, and uh, and just never it, like he found out how we all found out. Like, oh wait, that dude's gone. Like, oh, okay. And he just was zero percent. And uh, even with the head coaching position, when they don't have to ask him, who do you want the head coach to be? Which I like. He's not. He's not even asking for that. He just is like, can I just be on the like? Can I be on the board? Can I just be a part of the conversation? Like give you perspectives that you might not have from someone on the inside who has been around as long as he has. I think there's nothing wrong with asking for yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm torn on it. I, I think, I think they should want his opinion. I, I do think that that's I the think, other I, side of it. Why would I, you not? I think want there's val- I think there's value in his opinion and I think you should want that opinion. But the flip side, like I just can't shake this feeling of like, dude, know your role, <laughs> know your and role. I mean, even to that though, I want to be like my initial response is, his role is the leader of the Green Bay Packers, essentially. Like, he, from fan base to the locker room, like, he is the face. He is rah-rahing up everyone on the team and the fan base. 
So it's like, why would you not? And he's been there for years. Why would you not want his opinion? So supposedly this is looking like this is his last dance, like the documentary Michael Jordan, because um, he, he posted some pictures on his Instagram of Jordan and uh, Pippen, like fist bumping. And then uh, um, what's his name? Devontae uh, Adams, who is like the number one receiver on the Green Bay Packers, posted the same photo um, kind of. And there it seems like they're all going like we're going to go all out this last season and then maybe Aaron's going to move on. But he he wasn't clear on uh, what he, direction he'll go. But he does. And again, I, I've discussed my 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 distaste these days for like being interested in the personal lives of famous people who I, who I don't actually know. But from what little bit I've gleaned, uh, he does seem to be living his best life post Danica. Like he, I, um, I do yeah. feel like there's just this, no, I'm just going to do what makes me happy and not do things that don't make me happy anymore. Kind of vibe to him right now. Right. And he kind of explained that, uh, during that press press conference was, uh, after the super bowl or after, I guess they were, they were done, but the game before the super bowl, they were almost there. Um, and, uh, he went on a crazy, like just, complete mental like re- refresh essentially like he went and did traveled did lived life basically uh and just got right in his head and he even acknowledged uh simone right now and how she dipped out of the games just because of the mental pressure and I, I i when i first saw it initially i was like quitter uh but there's there's more probably to the story than i i know so i don't really want to judge her or uh, make no, an assumption I'm, I'm happy to judge I mean, I, I, I would be too, and I want to be that guy, but then I'm thinking I have never had that much pressure on me and been the face of something so large like that. So until I'm in that spot, then I will judge it. But well, well, no, I I mean, yes, I, I get you wanting to give that, but I don't think she should quit. I think she should have stayed. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the The, right answer. I mean, the, the, the flip side would be like, if we, if we, if we just reverse it, if we make it Aaron Rodgers, like they, you know, they show up to play next Sunday. He makes all this money. He is the all-star. He is the captain. He is the driver. And uh, guys, my, my head's just not in the game this week. I'm just, I'm just not going to play this week. No, even if you're not, even if you're not feeling it, like you're a professional, this is what you do. You, but they're still human, and you, I think, and I think some. I don't. I haven't really heard what she. If she's come out since she left, I haven't seen anything. But Aaron's kind of take on it was like, we don't give enough attention to mental wellness, and he's like, people just think we're these robots, and we can just go up there and perform at this high tier level. Uh, but we're still human at the end of the day, and yeah, we are paid lots of money, and I love that, and I don't take it for granted. But at the same time, we are still human, and we can only do so much before we are literally going to break. And so that was kind of why he ghosted for so many months after the season. And that's why everyone thought he was dipping out and stuff. And that's why supposedly Simone dipped because she's just at, she literally reached her limit. She could not stay. Apparently. I don't know any details. Don't quote me if I'm wrong and it's Monday and days have passed and things have come out. But yeah, when you're competing in a sport where part of the legacy is like, I think her name was Carrie, Carrie Struggs. Uh, a few Olympics ago, like landed a vault on one leg with the other ankle being bad to help the team win the gold. And you, you throw up the deuces and the team gets the silver for the first time in a, in a world championship in however long, yep. because uh, you weren't feeling it. Mm. 
I mean, I see both sides. Like, and that there is the part of like you're leaving your team, and then I remember I saw the video of her like when she was telling her teammate, she's like, "You guys got it. I've done an Olympics before. You, this is your first. You'll be fine. You just just go whatever." And then she just dipped. And I, uh, there is something to be said, Jocko wise, leadership wise. Like all the like, lead up stuff has been she she's the goat. Ah. Yeah, ah. yeah. I see are, both are sides. Are you are you are you a great athlete? Are you a a great Olympian? Can't argue with her track record. Are you the goat after this? <sighs> Tough. Tough. Yeah. But then America still won the gold, apparently, I think today in that, in whatever, or yesterday or whatever it was. Well, and, well in they, her they, category lost, they, lost, they lost the gold in the team competition. They got the silver. The team, the first, yeah. This yeah. is the first time U.S. hadn't won the, the team competition in a long, I can't remember the stat. I heard it a long time. Um, not just at the Olympics, like all world level competitions. Uh, but then, yeah, somebody. But then the other side is it's like, a, you're you're not the only one under that pressure. You're not the only one who's dedicated your life yeah. from this at like three years old and trained sixteen hours a day or whatever. And who didn't get to come because you took that spot? Who? Uh, they have backups there. Yeah, but then there's like somebody didn't make the backup list too. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I just knew like there's, they, there's, I saw on Instagram that she had a backup there already. There's some great gymnast who's worked as hard as she has. Maybe not as long because she's on the older side right now. She's like 24. Uh, but there's, Dang, there's, is she really 24? She yeah. looks young. Yeah, this is her third or fourth Olympics. Um, but so probably a 24, uh, what, probably third. Probably first one was 16. I like but. how I typed in Simone Biles and the third option under Simone Biles underneath that is vault video and then the third one is boyfriend. It's funny. <laughs> like, how many dudes are like, yo, what's up? Yeah. Y'all got a boyfriend. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. She was born and, in 97. And my, and I remember my, my 97. thing is, like, I haven't seen Indy anything that indicates that she was having, um, like, like anxiety attacks or like an emotional breakdown or some kind of like break. Like, not some I mean, that severe doesn't have thing. to be visible. Everything, everything I've seen and heard was this was basically just like my my head's not in the right space i'm not feeling it um from the little bit i saw it seemed like she messed up on that one thing the little bounce pad thing where you have to jump up on it i don't know what these things are called it looked like she messed up and even the commentators like whoa what happened and then she she winced she like she knew she did something wrong or she hurt something i don't know and all of a sudden she was out so I mean, I see both sides. I'm down for making sure your head's right, but at the same time, leadership-wise, I'm like, you, you're you the leader of this team. Like, you're the face. And I get, like, you need to reset your own brain, but at the same time, like, you've been training for how long? You even got an extra year, technically, to train? And uh, I don't know. Yeah, like, to, to me, great, great accomplished gymnast, sure, um, but, but the goat, like the, the goat thrives under the pressure. The, the goat, the sure. Michael Jordan's the goat. Cause he wants the ball at the buzzer, right? Like he's also kind of a douche and then succeeds for <laughs> your life. Well, Hey, I mean, <laughs> but you, so is Steve jobs and look at that iPhone. You look at a lot is. of those, of those high performers yeah. like that. They are because they want, they ex, like they the drive everyone to perform at that level around them. Right. Um, and so, yeah, if you're, if you don't have that drive, yeah, that's, that's abrasive, but I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't, to me, I don't know, like to, to, to crack under the pressure, maybe human, maybe understandable, maybe excusable, but uh, I, I think it eliminates you from the goat. 
goat conversation. I wouldn't go that far, but I would say I see both sides. That's that's my stance. I I don't I don't know if there's been more development since it happened, so I don't know if where it's all at now. Because obviously, I'm not watching the games. I don't I don't haven't even in the office. No one no one's really talking about it. And I used to always be loving watching the Olympics, and I don't know what it is. Kieran and I were trying to figure it out. Like why why don't we care? We even had it on the other day on um, the TV, and we're just like watching it and just like kind of like meh, whatever. Yeah. But why is that? What changed? What has changed? I don't know. It's weird circumstances, weird year, weird weird everything. Maybe because all the artwork is still Tokyo 2020. Could they not have reordered all those banners? Was it too late? That's my one qualm. Yeah. Well, I think uh, with the exclusion of fans, they're, they're losing a boatload of money on the Olympics already. So I doubt they were looking to spend extra money on more banners. I know a guy who's an Oviedo sign man. He's pretty dope. I ordered a lot of stuff through him. So, call Doug. Reach out. Give him his number. <laughs> what if What if that right there is what t- makes this podcast take off? Is Sign Man. You know, Doug, Doug becomes our major sponsor. Mm-hmm. So, but well, on that note, I I don't know the the pressure of this podcast episode just getting to me. I gotta. <laughs> I gotta step out. I gotta step out and and get my. I, it's. I, I need to, to take care of me. I need to. Hey, man, so. I respect that. But at the same time, I still I'm a little concerned about the leadership of that decision. See how I still work. Yeah. That? No, yeah. it's uh, it's it's called self-care and self self comes <laughs> before See? all all others. So at least mental health doesn't sound as wimpy as what you just well, said. And that's my thing. It's it's funny. All the people are like you know, oh, she's so brave and this, that, and the other. What what else are they going to say? You, I don't you, know if it's You're going to tell me those girls, you're going to tell me those girls who got silver instead of gold, those girls who've worked just as hard, put in just as much time as her, and where it's like, um, you know, whatever, like you're just a part of the team. Like you win and lose that. Is she is she the best? Is she the leader? Yeah, but like they, they worked as a team to get there. And yeah. she's just like, no, no, you've got it. See, and they've yeah. got silver instead of gold. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're saying she's brave instead of camera. Did she leave in front Tokyo? Of the cameras. Oh, I, I don't know. Because at first, I guess, um, there, you know, there was a question of whether or not she was going to do the event, individual events. And then she she just deuced out on, on everything. Um, but, uh, you know, you can't tell me behind the scenes those girls aren't just pissed. Picked. Yeah. Well, you know, and like, uh, she she handled the pressure when you know all of the the big sponsorship money was available and it was going to her because she's the goat. Mm. Mm. So when she 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 could handle the pressure of cash and the big endorsement checks, she could do that. This is like one of those. It's like we're watching a football game while we each weigh three hundred pounds and we're going, ah, oh, look at that guy. He dropped the ball. He sucks. And it's like, yeah, we're not the ones. We're yeah, but the, the, ones the, compar- the comparison isn't to how much better she can do a back handspring than me. That's that's not the competition. Sure. I mean, I, I'm not... I'm just being devil's advocate a little bit because, like, I'm the guy to sit here and judge hard all these people and then I'm sitting on the couch eating a bag of potato chips, but it's like... I'm not... I can have an... It's like Simon Cowell. He can't sing, but he can have an opinion on how bad your voice is. You know what I'm saying? That was deep. You look at look at your face. No, You're thinking hard on that like, logic. No, no I'm 
<laughs> I'm annoyed with how far you're bending backwards to be understanding on this in this story, and I'm trying to find the right way to voice it, and maybe that was just it. I'm like, you you can you don't have to be a world renowned chef to be able to tell the difference between a good meal and a bad meal. I can't tell the difference between good meals and bad meals. Yeah, we've had that discussion. Yeah. But the the analogy holds. No, yeah. I see I'm I'm st- I'm just gonna stick with I see both sides and I don't really have I don't have a hill particularly I'm gonna die on. I'd rather just retreat altogether before picking a side on this of oh she's a goat and she's so brave versus oh she's an idiot, she should have stuck with it. Like ah I don't know, I don't have all the facts, so I can't really make a decision. No, I, I mean I, I don't think she's an idiot. I don't know what she was 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 going through. It might have been too much pressure for her to handle. That might sure. all be valid. Right. But to me, that removes you from from the GOAT conversation when there's people who have pressed through the same level of pressure to overcome and succeed. That's when you're in, in the GOAT conversation. Sure. Is it, that up for my, my, my point? My point is that there, there are people that have been under the same level of scrutiny and pressure and pressed through and thrived and survived. It's not unprecedented. Pressure creates diamonds. It's, it's just, it's not unprecedented. It's not like she was the first person in the history of the world uh, to no, have yeah, to, to have wrong. to compete under that level of, of scrutiny and pressure. Sure. I 72% agree with what you're saying. That's the worst. You're Toby. You're Toby right now. That's what's happening. You're Toby. You're Oscar and you're, I'm um, actually, no, you're wrong. Uh, you know, Michael, I think you and my brother would really hit it off. Uh, let me let me get the coffees. So, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go recuperate from this mentally, and then ne- next week uh, maybe maybe there'll be a, an, an alternate. We'll see if I can get my head in the right space for for next week. Hopefully, so. it'll just maybe I'll, I'll call Redacted or or John and say, hey, we need to host this live episode yeah. because our starter. Needs a mental health day. Yeah, we'll we'll see. If I think can. that's ridiculous to do a mental health day. First of all, who's coming with all these days? Like, there's National Pancake Day, National Phone Charger Day. Like, who? That's not a real. I don't know if that's a real one. It probably is. But who comes up with all this garbage? Hallmark. So ah, uh, true. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, for uh, you know, a half episode, an in between episode, that's actually a full episode that we're just going to number creatively. Not two shabs. So I enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. We hope uh, you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll put out some uh, further details on the rescheduled live recording. Give you all an opportunity to pop over to patreon.com slash silent seven podcast and become a supporter at the $5 level. You get bonus content each and every week at the $10 level. You get that same bonus content and you get an above average coffee mug from which you can drink anything. It does not have to be uh, coffee. And every dime of that support goes to help make the podcast possible and maybe even better. Maybe even better someday. So it helps cover the cost of equipment and uh, our jocko goes until such time as they see fit to support us. And it just makes us feel good about us. So... You want to hear something funny? John Reyes just texted me. Y'all do the live. I can't find it on YouTube. So that's Fan, funny. Fantastic. So uh, supporters, if you're listening, please. I mean, <laughs> I think most of you at least actually listen to the podcast. Otherwise, why would you support us? But uh, for sure, like install the app on your phones and or turn on notifications, uh, you know, 
things like uh, that. But uh, we'll we'll put word out on the socials, and when I say the socials, probably Instagram and nowhere else about the uh, the rescheduled live recording. And hopefully, lots and lots and lots of you will join us for that. When we'll do it, we'll have a good guest in. We'll make a good time of it. We'll make it worth your while. And for that, you could you could become a Patreon supporter the day of, and and you could cancel it the day of, and you'd get like a month of access, and you could you could participate in that. So. Uh, you can just look at it like a like a ticket price to a live show, but uh, we'll we'll make it worth your while. And in the meantime, listeners, supporters, we love you. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in.